Greetings, travelers. The following episode is of Listener Tales. Now, we do not read these ahead of time, so listener discretion is advised. I'm author Mark Muncy. And I'm author Erica Lance. And this is Eerie Travels. Greetings, travelers. Greetings, travelers. Oh, oh, I like that one. That was very... Uh, we're, we're going into spooky season. We're like two seconds... Spooky from- season! Spooky yes. season! We, we, we have completed the road to Mothman. Uh, yes. We went to the Mothman Festival and had a grand time. So Yes, yes. No, we want to do a big shout out to everyone at the Mothman Festival yep. that came to see us and yep. visited and i have to do a little mini shout out to Paige, who signed over 150 books that were gone by two o'clock on day one learn my lesson there yep so, and uh yeah Paige lavoy we loved having you there in spirit we had a few of the other horsemen authors there that have all been on episodes with maria uh devivo was there and uh uh, some of her books and we've got others to come so others to come yes it yep. was it was pretty awesome and then we just had a good adventure because that's a totally different kind of crowd I think people don't yep. realize and the most vital important thing we did Mark was uh I got to touch the butt yeah you, you know and uh special thanks to Jeff Wamsley who runs the Mothman Museum for organizing this whole mess and uh yes thank you organized they brought the food trucks early on Friday. So when we set up Friday, it was already hopping. And we started selling books Friday, which was yeah. great. I love that you said when we set up the food trucks were there first, because we know how much you love that kind of food. food oh, truck. hell yeah. That one uh, uh, home, hometown grub, they did the the bunker bags, which was you know like tacos in a bag. I ate, I don't know, at least a dozen of those that whole weekend. That was, <laughs> that was, that was so great. Uh, even got Carrie hooked on them, but yeah. I mean, I mean, the whole town is you know Mothman Center. But we will talk about Point Pleasant again. I mean, we already did the Mothman episode, but man, the shops were all on point. Uh, you really had fun at the Trading Post, which just opened. Right the Trading now. Post was great. I have to give a shout out because right now, on during this episode, I am drinking some of the Mothman coffee that I got yeah. from. I think it's called the Coffee Grind. Yep. And it's a little coffee shop that's right there on Main Streets. They're all the time. And they they had some amazing drinks, but they also had a Mothman brew. And it's pretty, pretty amazing. It's like a chocolatey kind of coffee. Yep, yep. And uh, you can go there anytime the rest of the year. They're closed like major holidays. But, uh, you know, if you want to avoid the crowds, go any other time. All that stuff's open. But if but, you uh, want to be a part of the crowds, I we suggest you book now. Book, book now, now because... Yeah. Those hotels will go quicker than you can even yeah. imagine. Airbnbs, so everything. Uh, people were hotels were booked as far away as uh, you know Ashland, Ohio, you know, which is forty five minutes away, and they were still getting booked up because that's that's how far you know. Be, there's not a lot of hotels up there, gang. So yeah. it's you know it's it's tourism's a thing, but not that big of a thing. So, so you also did our. Um... What was pretty cool is you also did some little more travels, right? Yeah, I did a few more signings while we were up there uh, because I took a few extra days. It's my family land up there, so I was you know, reconnecting with the land. But we also did the um, 
uh, Cicada Books in Huntington, which is like one of our favorite shops. We did a little signing there and Channel 3 News from Huntington came out and filmed it. And uh, and then uh, we love you guys. Thanks for having us. And we will be back next year easily. Uh, and then we went to uh, Buchanan Public, Buchanan County Public Library in Virginia, which is in western, southwestern Virginia, not West Virginia, but southwestern Virginia. Uh, and um, they had me for an event that, you know, just signing books. And it was incredible. Uh, the turnout there was amazing. And some of the people who showed up gave me some great stories. And uh, I will be back as soon as you guys want me. So anytime. Yes, and we'll put links to all of these um, wonderful peeps in the notes because, yes. yeah, it was it was very awesome. It was so fun traveling. Also got to see the Mushroom Mines. If you follow us on the socials, yeah. um, you can see the video uh, and some photographs of Mark trying to get me killed in the Mushroom Mines. Yes, um, yes. We, we may not. or may not have seen a sign for help. So, of course, even though it's no trespassing, we had to make sure somebody didn't need help. I mean, it was spray right. painted. In graffiti on a rock but still it could have been yeah, it's, you know it's it's the you know that's how you you've got to be good samaritan you got to check so and there exactly. is no signal there so you know it's not like we could call the cops so we had to yeah no to there's uh nothing you know yeah it that was that was actually pretty fascinating and i got to see mark's familial land and yes. stay at the house of his wonderful brother shout out to mark's wonderful brother yes. who and, let and us you stay got at to see the bench leg tree you know, yes. This no bench leg sightings, but you got to see the tree. So yes. So do you want to real quick remind everybody what the bench leg is? That's my family place? cryptid. It's uh, I, we, I I don't know if we've done a full episode on it, but I it we was on, just a little mini. It was mentioned mini. on our holler monster episode that I did at Dragon Con. So uh, it's got the head of a man, body of a cow or a big cat, and a wooden leg. And everyone in my family has seen it, and it's called the bench leg. It's but uh, the tree where it supposedly all happened is right across my family land, and it's still there. So, yeah, and still just as creepy to look at. Not yep, gonna lie, yep. definitely a creepy tree. But yeah. anyway, with all that said, that's you know we're just starting today. We're not going to do a full travel episode. We've been doing so many of those. We know. We know, gang, we're sorry that it's, that's, you know, but that's what we do. We, we've been doing a lot of traveling. And, uh, well, and travelers, we want to make sure we tell you about all these wonderful places that you can go mm -hmm. and um, see people. One thing, too, is we got to see a few of our friends were at Mothman. We should talk yeah. about that because yeah, we were, we got... we, we're fortunate that our booth is right across from um, Dave, Dave Spinks. Spinks. Yeah, uh, from uh, 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 Dave Spinks, the master of weird and uh you know and his lovely wife serenity jenny was there we got to talk to her and um i'm sorry partner and then uh we also got to uh talk to the gang at wild and weird radio yeah yeah they were there we're gonna we're gonna do a little cross cross shows we're gonna have david on our show yep we had uh cryptids of the corn came by and um uh, and then uh we also had um oh ashley hilt from on wednesdays we talk weird also came yes. by and talked to us. So uh, all future episodes where we're going to be talking to them and they're going to be talking to us on their shows. So that was amazing. Um, and then we had, you know, there were there were just a lot of great guests. There was one of the original Mothman witnesses sat two tables from us and I got to talk to her again. I haven't talked to her since uh, I interviewed her for my Erie Appalachia book. So yeah, amazing event all around and definitely plan on being there next year you can't you can't ask for better people so and i'll just say you know pick up erie appalachia it's on um ebooks you can get physical books you can get um 
a uh, e uh, audio book now to yep. listen to Mark. There's that's in our commercials all the time, but um, yep. check out Erie Appalachia because it talks a lot about Mothman and listen to our episodes. So I'm going to do that little plug for you there, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't want to toot my own horn there. So thanks. Not uh, surprising, but okay. Yeah. And then you pick up <laughs> Erica's books. Uh, they're available uh, at Four Horsemen Publishing and uh, wherever books are sold. And, yes, uh, that and is enjoy true. Some spooky tales for spooky season. Yes. And it's it's pretty awesome. Not gonna lie, it's pretty it's pretty amazing all that traveling and stuff like that. Yeah, even ate at Hillbilly Hot Dogs. You oh like gosh, Hillbilly Hot Dogs! If you have never been to Hillbilly Hot Dogs, we'll have to put a little link to it so you can see it. It's on the way to Point Pleasant. So when you're out there, travelers, and you're exploring these areas, the hot dogs were amazing. But just the what the they've created there is. Um, amazing and and yet terrifying at the same time it, it looks like it would fit right at home in fallout 76 right in fallout 76 or i was thinking the other day it was like something out of like mad max beyond the thunder yes, yes. hot dogs like it's just so bizarre and so neat and so creepy and i i think even one visit you literally can't take in everything oh. that you can see at this place no, it's, oh. it's incredible. Definitely worth it. And and I found out that Huntington has a hot dog trail, and I will definitely be exploring that in the future. <laughs> we'll have to put that in one of our up and coming exciting projects. So yes, yes, definitely. And we cannot forget shout out and put this in the notes to Destiny yes. Beard because Angel of Death was yes. our theme song the entire time we were on yes. the road to Mothman there. Yep, and it premiered that weekend on that episode that aired right as we got there, and we sold quite a few. We ran out of the cards. We ran out of business cards. We ran out of everything. Everything, so we yeah. Just having people take pictures of a sign we had made that night on a printer. <laughs> you know, so exactly. Order, order now, order now. So that'll be in the links to the show, but for a dollar, you can get that amazing song to download. And they have the Eerie Travels extended theme now available as well there for a dollar so exactly we're we're coming up with tunes you can travel by mm -hmm. okay yeah. all right so, so that's enough gonna... traveling let's i you guys have also because we were traveling you guys flooded my inbox with um questions and listener tales and all that so we are going to answer some of those questions those are our favorite episodes that we we like recording because they are just that exactly. we, we don't know what and, to expect you know and the listener tales we're going to be recording and you'll get to hear it later um after this episode which yeah. it will air but it's going to be a special listener tales episode because we have some news coming up around listener tales and stuff like that but yeah. um so we're going to just do the questions today yay yeah. Okay. Do you want to start, Mark? Do you want me to start? How are we doing this? Um, I'll go ahead and start. I'll go ahead okay. and start. And uh, the first one starts with uh, greetings, travelers. Greetings. What are your plans for Halloween night? Are you doing anything for the world's largest ghost hunt event? See you on the other side, David Miller. <laughs> well, hello, David. Hi, David. Hello. Um, My plans for Halloween night are to go trick-or-treating and get all the candy. Um, I've told you like 50 times, Mark. A, you're too old, and B, up here in the hills, if you start knocking on some of those doors, you're probably just going to get shot. So yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but there, 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 there's a trick-or-treat in town. 
okay. uh, that I might be doing. Because I literally just moved, gang, so I want to get to know my town. So, yeah, we have not purposely not scheduled any events for Halloween weekend so that we can do, you know, personal family things this year. But next year, we'll be back. We're doing a ton of other events in October, so de definitely check out the website uh, and or our Facebook and, you know, or any of the other places, our socials, and you can you can find out what we're doing. Now, the world's largest ghost hunt is pretty amazing. It's basically, they encourage everybody, all the paranormal teams and everything to go out and do hunts on this one night. And I think it's the, I'll have to look it up exactly when it is, but I think it's like the Saturday before Halloween. And uh, a lot of paranormal teams go out that night just to do events. And it's considered the world's largest ghost hunt because so many teams all over the world are going to this and doing virtual events and streaming on YouTube and stuff like that. So if you can't go with one, don't worry. Just go YouTube, look up world's largest ghost hunt, and there's going to be a million streams that night from the most haunted locations in the world. And I'll include the link into the world's largest ghost hunt in the show notes so that if you guys want to check out how to be a part of that and i will say honestly um i take uh i love halloween i take halloween very seriously this year it's probably going to be me and my brilliant other half and mark and carrie and we'll just do some little things around the place i like um uh, doing more relaxing things because I'm also a firm believer that it is the thinnest time between both sides, um, both realms. And I do not like to poke the proverbial undead bear, so to speak. So I try to do very benign things on Halloween. And also I might carve a pumpkin this year. It's been a yeah. little bit. I think we should carve some pumpkins, Mark, and yeah. then send the pictures to our visitors. So we will... <laughs> We'll do a little challenge with our other halves and we'll 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 do some pumpkin carving. Do not get excited because we are not going to do the kind you guys think, but it's no, 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 not be at fun all. Because I when's the last time you carved a pumpkin, Mark? Oh, not not very long ago because uh I used to carve the jack-o'-lanterns for when I did Trader Joe's for a little while. Um okay, I would Mark's carve gonna beat me in this pumpkin contest. So fine, whatever. Moving no, on. No, I just I I I I tend to get creative with them, but not like not a master level or anything but then the other thing we want to do is we also want to hit some of the local haunts some of the local corn mazes stuff like that so that'll be something fun uh just to see what's around this area yeah and pictures pictures to come definitely okay thank you david and thank you yeah, for thanks. listening we'd love to hear what you guys are doing for halloween too so if you want to share that that yeah would be if anybody has some ideas you know uh, and wants to send us stuff we're happy to we're happy to look into it so. exactly okay and we are going to be doing some behind the scenes stuff with some of the larger haunts and yeah. so we'll have some content with that we'll that's be coming that, uh, so. you know even after halloween we're actually going to i'm going to one of the bigger ones the week after halloween uh just uh because they uh, were so busy before halloween that uh i'm glad they stay open late so yeah no it'll be cool okay more to come here's the next one Anybody know of any creatures that have self-illuminated glowing white eyes, moves like a big cat, and can disappear into thin air? I saw something like this in the mountains of Western North Carolina when I was 17. Ooh, don't tell me crap like that. <laughs> I'm in the mountains. I'm not. Where do, you, where do you live, Erica? Shut, shut it. You live there too. Okay. Okay. Back to this. Sorry. That was all me, not them. Okay. 
Uh, I saw something like this in the mountains of Western North Carolina. You did this on purpose, Mark, knowing that this is the one I was going to read. Okay. Western North Carolina, when I was 17, about 15 years ago, when I I caught, caught coming down the mountain with a friend in the dark. We'll be glad to share the full story if anyone is interested. Yes, we're interested. Yes. Share the full story, please. Just realizing as I think back that I had seen eyes very similar once when I was 13 as well. Victor Sloan. Well, mm. Victor, first of all, thank you for creeping me out. Now I'm not going to go outside when it's dark. So appreciate <laughs> that. Um, Mark, thoughts on this one? Illuminated, glowing white eyes and moving like a big cat. Well, one of the first thing that comes to mind is one of the things that uh, our friends at Wild and Weird West Virginia call ABCs. ABCs? Alien big cats. Uh, they okay, pause. Like is that legitimately a thing? or ABC, okay. alien ABCs. big cats. They are commonly reported, uh, or not so commonly reported, but they are reported, you know, because this area is devoid of panthers, right? Yeah, panthers were all hunted to extinction in in North America, and the, that was catamounts were one of the things too that was here. That's which is beautiful, but the last one was nineteen forty three or something, something 20, like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah the you know, and that, that we get the term you know, you know, wampus cats and all this other stuff all in this area. Uh, you know, now we do have bobcats, and we do have uh, occasional mountain lions, but not very common. Again. They're more westerly. Uh, they don't. To my to... knowledge, from watching the Nature Channel, none of those have glowing white eyes. No, they do not, and that's okay. why the alien big cats. Sometimes they're seen with three eyes, like like a third eye in the middle, and uh, but they do move like panthers. They look like panthers, and they are quick as lightning. And so that was the first thing I thought of when I when I read this. So, uh, but well, also you know a wampus cat could do it. Um, it's you know that could be a lot of things so please send us the whole story so that way we get more details we would yeah, love if you send picture. us the whole story when we reach out to wild weird radio we can ask them yeah yeah they they can definitely talk about it as well so yeah please all right i'm gonna okay, do next, next one mark okay so thank you victor very much for thank sharing very, we look victor, forward to nice. the big ones all right and uh now that our uh email address is working properly some of these come from our uh our um, messenger, our messenger box. So we don't, sometimes don't have names on some of these now. So please, if you want us to read your name on ones you submit through the form, put it put it somewhere in the you know the message. So oh, uh, it looks this like from, this next one is Donna though. I'm Donna, we got a Donna from this one. So uh, yeah. dear, from Donna, I met Erica at the Indie Pop Con this year and regret that I had not yet listened to any of the podcasts because I would have spent most of the con hanging out. Wait, whoa. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I I'm... um Donna, I I love you. Thank you for listening. I was not at Indie Popcon. Mm -hmm. I think you met Carrie, which is our favorite mix-up that we get. Yeah. So I I honestly think it might have been Val. Okay. Because Val was also there. Oh, um, okay. So, so it was the artist formerly known as Erica. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Erica was sadly not there, but I was no. there, so sorry you didn't enjoy meeting me. Uh, but no, no, <laughs> keep. <that's laughs> it. All right, so back back to this. Uh, yeah. I, I'm catching up on the podcast, and you are literally covering everything that I am interested in. 
Yay! Another yay. chance. I will definitely meet up with both of you. I have not been lucky enough to meet other people of my age with the same interests. So I feel like I've finally found my people. Thank you for your hard work. And maybe I'll see you next year. Oh, awesome, Donna. Thank you. Thank I got you. little love chills. That was awesome. Yeah, that was great. And uh, um, yeah, no, we just keep an eye on our website, but you have found your tribe. We are all of like minds here. Uh, open minds. You know, we want to, we want to know more ourselves. We just, present the data and let you make up your decisions. So, yes. um, but we have our opinions, but they are our opinions. So, and, uh, but yes, you, there are plenty of people out there, your age, whatever that uh, will, uh, yeah, we'll find you. So. Yeah. And continue following us, come to the other events because the events yeah, that please. we tend to do for the most part are your people. Like those are like Mothman, things like that. Those are absolutely people and you'll find kindred spirits because you find some of the nicest people in the world i mean some are very opinionated but mm. most of them most of them are wonderful people that would love to hear your story as much as you hearing theirs so yep, exactly okay next one this is from unknown oh i recognize this email address yep mm, before i I'm even so start I'm sorry, callie's unable to chime in on this one because of comments. okay again this is how it starts listeners again mark you have tempted fate you went to the mothman fest and dragon con and at both places you joked about the men in black okay oh i'm just gonna say i got chills i'm gonna finish this but <laughs> dragon con we absolutely did panels so there could be people yeah. in the audience but yeah. at Mothman, we were unable to do our panels because the building didn't get approval or something before right. we went. So, but me and you did joke about this topic that I'm about to say. And it's people. scary because we didn't do this like in front of a crowd of people. So, no, but there was quite a crowd. So, and we were joking about it with a bunch of people at different okay. times. Okay. Okay. Ah, my men in black. Okay. Well, there were people cosplaying the men in black. So. Well, I, I warned you that I'm not 100% sure that was cosplay, but continuing on. Did you think they weren't listening? Wow, oh. Mark. When Will you open up about your visit from two of them? Did they scare you that badly? Now you've brought Erica and Carrie into this world. Continue to call me X. Wow. <laughs> Mark. All right. So, well, I know it's not who I thought it was. Okay. That person was not at Mothman. And um, and they weren't at DragonCon either. Uh, but our panels at DragonCon were broadcast a little bit. You know, the, the one got lost. Um, but uh in the in the world of the cloud storage just disappeared. It did, but the problem is the one that we talked about, the men in black, is the one that got lost. Yep, exactly. And and I know Jay and Chris, the girl, were filming bits of it, and they put some of that in their vlogs, but um, not the whole thing. And I don't even think the 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 men in black parts were part of that. I'm not sure. I have to rewatch those. But uh, now that bit, well, I opened up my visit from two of them. Um, I'm not a hundred percent certain. I the only thing I had was. I was interviewing for Freaky Florida. I was interviewing a couple of fishermen. Okay. Something weird in the water. There was a USO 
that turned into a UFO. So it's an unidentified submerged object that turned into an unidentified flying object. So basically it was underwater and then it took off and then took off. Okay. And um, I was approached by two men in suits. They were not black suits. So that's why I didn't associate it with that. Uh, and they said that they were from Eglin Air Force Base and um, and that uh, I had was maybe asking questions about a government project I shouldn't be. Uh, when I reached out to my brother after that, who is uh, or was formerly a big wig with uh, the military, um, he said that if they didn't flash a badge and if they didn't say where they were from, they were not official. So, you know, it was somebody just trying to scare me. So, but I... That's the only thing I've even had close to a men in black encounter that wasn't weird. The only thing that was weird about it was that they came up to me at a Bob Evans in Destin, Florida. So. Okay. So I'm going to put that into a really, I know you have such a more um, sort of lackadaisical attitude about these things, but if two guys in suits come up to you in a restaurant that you didn't invite or tell anybody, it's not like you were tagging yourself at all these places for people to later show up. So if well, they I had put out an invite for anybody who wanted to talk ghost stories or UFOs. Oh, okay. To come meet me at this Bob Evans where I was going to be, you know, having dinner. And so that's, I just assumed it was somebody from that. I didn't even put two and two together that they might be MIBs. Okay. Well, X, in truth, I know it seems like we feel like we did debunk the MIBs. We don't know for sure. People yeah. have had many, many encounters with things. And the truth is, we don't know if that is. I mean, every government person that me and Mark have talked to have vehemently disavowed any sort of MIB type organization within the organization. And so, I, I you know, but if anyway, mm. so Mark. Anyway, yeah, that would be my account. They didn't scare me, but I never really thought much about it. So now that I'm putting two and two together. I'm sitting there going, huh, maybe I was, you know, meeting uh, MIBs. But uh, thanks for bringing that up, X. And, and, and don't <laughs> worry, me and Carrie are well aware of what we've gotten into being in this world. And uh, we have some layers ourselves. So yeah. don't don't worry about us. We're paying attention and uh, we appreciate it. is still noping out of that. So yes, don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, nope. Okay. All right. With All that, right. We want to take a break. Take... Yeah. 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 We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Erie, Appalachia. Gear up for a frightful jaunt into the darkest reaches of the ancient Appalachians. Folks deep within the Appalachian hollers lean close to the campfire to share stories of the inexplicable with hushed awe. Monsters rumbling in the hills, strange lights darting through the pitch black night sky. Horrible occurrences, almost ineffable in their bizarre tragedy. Tall tales, you might say. Tell that to the Flatwoods monster in Braxton County, West Virginia. Or the Goatman of Louisville. Look into his humanoid eyes and let him know you don't believe. 
What are those apparitions in Mammoth Cave's Corpse Rock, or the Satan spawn known as the Jersey Devil? How do you respond when confronted by these mysteries? From the metaphysical energy that swirls near Serpent Mound in Ohio, to Point Pleasant's Mothman Legacy, Mark Muncy and Carrie Schultz explore the dark history lurking in the shadows of Appalachia. Read by Mark Muncy, author and experts on strange folklore with appearances on shows such as Ancient Aliens, The Curse of Robert the Doll, and many, many more. Greetings, mortals and others. I'm Dick Terhune, the voice from hell. I work with haunted attractions all over the U.S., Canada, and Europe to increase audiences and enhance their experience with highly effective commercials, narrations, animatronic character voices, whatever your dark heart desires. Let me help you do more, scare more, profit more. Find out more at Voice From Hell on Facebook and at voicefromhell.com. Okay, we're back. We're back. Um, we're back. That was that was a little to decompress there. Sorry. Yes. Um. Anyway. Uh, All right. Your next one. Your next one. Let's go. All right. Well, this one's nice because this one was a recent. Um, from Linda. Okay. Uh, says, Hi, Mark and team. Hello. Hi. Uh, I met Mark at the Buchanan County Library yesterday, and you were very fun and sweet. Uh, you got my daughter to describe her Bigfoot encounter that I had no idea she had experienced. I went home and told my husband and he claimed he has seen it as well. Now, who should we contact besides you? We'd like to know we are not crazy. Okay, so first of all, you are not crazy. Let's just, you whether it's Bigfoot or not, you encountered something, so nobody's crazy like that. You saw something you can't understand and that's exactly. Yeah, now Mark, there is some debate on the BFRO, right? BFRO is like the main database that most people report to, the Bigfoot but Research Organization. But there's a little debate right now on whether there's or not- There's a debate right now because they have some government ties. Yeah. Uh, and some of their reports have been, like, are reported, and then the next day, that area is cordoned off for, you know, some sort of quarantine event or a controlled burn or something. So- um yeah, so some of the Bigfoot teams disavow BFRO. Um, I would recommend Expedition Bigfoot. They yes. uh, have their big headquarters in uh, North Georgia, in Blue Ridge, Georgia, and they are great at uh, reporting this stuff. And they're they're collecting a database. Uh, honestly, telling us, I will put it in a few different places to you know to log it. Um, telling your other favorite podcasters or or you know local authors that are, are Bigfoot enthusiasts. Always a good idea. And most of the Bigfoot hunters and ghost hunters that you see on television have their own Facebook pages and stuff like that. And if you feel comfortable reaching out to one, go ahead. They're not going to say anything. And you are not crazy. There's a reason there's a million Bigfoot hunting shows and television shows and documentaries because we don't know. It's Could it be a hoax? It could be. But it could it be something more. We, we'll find out. We hope. Yes. And, you know, a lot of them may even come up and look in your area and stuff like that. Not in a bad way, but just to see what evidence they can find. So just look at the Facebooks, look at um, not just Facebooks, but just look at the socials, look at the people that are up in your area, look at the people you feel comfortable with when you watch their shows and reach out to them. And in general, you should get good feedback. If you don't, please let us know because we will make sure to not recommend any people that um, are not at yeah. least uh just listening to what you have to say before they disavow it so yeah and uh, and honestly you just described 
what I'm talking about is because the fact that your husband had never reported these sightings and never told anybody he might have taken those to his grave. And then your, your daughter would be sitting there going, I saw big for once, but my parents didn't believe me. Well, now, you know, her dad has stories to tell too. So now she's got stories to tell. Maybe she, and, and I guarantee you for every report we get, there are at least a hundred that nobody reports because they're terrified. Of people judging them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next one. Next one. Um, so thank you very much, Linda. Thanks. We appreciate it. Yeah. And I uh, enjoyed meeting you all at Buchanan library. So, uh, and any more people want to reach out from that, please do. I, I, I had a few people tell me some stories in confidence and I would love to read them on this, uh, on the show. So please reach out if you'll, if, if I'm allowed to. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. Greetings, travelers. Greetings. Greetings. I listen on YouTube as I've discovered Mark through Tampa J and Adam the Woo. Well, hey, very cool. Good friends of the show. So yes. Yeah. Shout out to both Tampa J and Adam. Okay. Podcast apps are too complicated for me at 76. Understood. Oh, my friend, they're too complicated for us and we're not yeah. 76. Okay. You have all described some amazing places. Where is your bucket list spooky travel location? Ooh. I may be checking off mine as fast as possible. And I had bad news from the doctor, Darren oh. B. Oh, Darren, a huge warm hug from both of us. Yes. We are sorry to hear that. Feel better and hope you get over it. And yes. Uh, and um, uh, wow. I bucket list. Yeah. Um, and well, hope you can get some positive news, but if yeah. not, I hope you have whatever adventures you want to have before yeah, whatever. Go, go start traveling. Start. Traveling. Yes. Start traveling. So my bucket list, which I actually plan on doing in the next couple of years. So I may then have to re-bucket list this is I have friends in the UK and one of the friends I have in the UK is very good friends with, um, one of the people that can give me access to some parts i had to be kind of vague about this but yeah, yeah, yeah. um give me access starting with um going to see jack the rippers area that he did and some of the very haunted parts of london that humans normally can't get into because only certain people can get into them, but I have a way now to get into them. So I'm going to be very careful when I post about this. Make friends with docents at, at haunted locations. Yes, yes. Yes. So I, I'm very excited because there's a few very pivotal things. Jack the Ripper, which we'll do an episode on in the future, is still a huge thing. And then there's the Yorkshire Ripper. There's a few things in England that I want to go see having to do with um, true crime for me. And having to do with some myths and legends again that normal people don't have access to. So I'm going to. I think we mentioned uh, the Blue Anchor Pub, which was in Whitechapel and is now in South Florida. Yeah. West Palm Beach. So, you know, where two of Ripper's victims had their last meals, which means Jack was probably in there. Uh, exactly. And that got transported brick by brick there. So you don't have to go to England to see some of those places. Uh, but uh, yeah, my bucket list, I mean, I've done a lot. In my you know fifty years plus now, uh, but um, you know because I've done Dracula's Castle, Waverly Hills, I've done you know uh, a Washoe Tavern and all these other great places. I think my bucket list left is oh gosh, uh, Chillingham Castle. I didn't get to go in, and that's. Um, that would be the one I'd want. 
to do because I've just heard so many stories about it. And and, and it doesn't get much better than a name like Chillingham. So, That's true. <laughs> and uh, and um, I've been to a lot of castles in the UK, but I never, I never got to do that one. So, well, see, look, both of us UK. So that's our, that's our that's present. Our, that's our bucket list. So I'm sure, list. I'm sure there's people in the UK whose bucket list is Bloody Bucket Bridge and, you know, and, and out of Bartow. So yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Okay. So Darian, thank you so much for that email. And uh, yeah, we hope all the best. Keep us posted. And yeah, keep you. us posted. Tons of vibes, positive vibes out to you. All right. From Tyler Williams. Hello, Tyler. Hello, Tyler. What is a holiday tradition? What is holiday tradition for Sawan? Mine is going out to our local haunt in Cincinnati called Dent Schoolhouse, then dinner and spooky movies with my partner. Oh, so I, I think love it's that. what is what is your holiday tradition for Sawan? I would I would assume from that, but or maybe what is the holiday tradition for Sawan or Samhain? or Halloween for those of us over here. Um, it's a good question. Uh, so my, that is it, actually, how do we say this? Sabane? Salwin. Sal Salwin. But Salwin? it's also Samhain. It depends on where you're going from because it's got different roots. It's Celtic roots is Salwain. The M is a W. Um, so this is a Gaelic festival that's actually on November 1st. Right. Marking the end of harvest season and the beginning of winter, the darker half of the year. So they begin on October 31st since the Celtic day began and ended at sunset. So this is um, between the autumnal equinox and winter solstice. So I'm just clarifying because I had to look it up myself. Yeah. So I think we just answered that, what we're doing for Halloween. Yeah, I think we're just, yeah, we're, we're doing the local local haunts and uh i guarantee you there will be some uh uh apple cider and uh you know maybe oh, yeah. a caramel apple or two uh that's carrie's favorite um the halloween treat she's not a big pumpkin spice lady she's a, okay uh, she's i'm a, gonna she's i'm gonna admit something on the podcast which i'm gonna get a lot of judgment for okay <laughs> are we ready <laughs> this is gonna be close to the vampire thing i can already tell i'm a huge candy corn fan hey I love candy corn. I, I, you know, I, and the candy pumpkins, any of those okay. mixes, like huge fan of those. So, um, also actually we, I can do a little mini shout out. We'll say it again to the enchanted flower bake shop. One of our, one of our friends of the podcast is sending us, um, some Halloween cryptid cookies. Oh, so, that's fantastic. Yeah. Those yeah. So we'll, we'll be enjoying those as well. But yep. yes, um, I will be enjoying um, secretly, not in public, since there's so much judgment on this topic. My candy. <laughs> I'm a I'm a strawberry rhubarb fan, but it goes out in the end of near the end of September, near my birthday. So I had to freeze one so that I can have it for Halloween. So that's one thing I plan ahead for. I also buy as many of the blueberry boxes as I can so that I can ration them out through July. So. Yes, I remember we went to Target. You're like, I'm all stocked up, and then you kept walking back to them, and I'm like, I don't, I don't. You need that. You got a problem, Mark? <laughs> yeah, 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 it's a problem. So, well, thanks for that question, Tyler. So, yes, and if any recommendations out there, travelers, because we always like to build up what we're going to do next year. So, yeah. Okay, next one. Hello, Mark, Erica, and Callie. Well, hello. hello. Okay, I listen to the road trip shows in Indian Dragon Con. 
Where will you be for Halloween? I don't see anything for that week on the events page. Keep up the great work, Helen Lyons. Well, hello, Helen. Hello, uh, Helen. And I think we just answered that. You know, we we'll did, be... but, and if we go anywhere where we think that we'll have the opportunity, we will post events, I promise. Yeah, there might keep... be last minute bookings that week that you know, suddenly pop up. So uh, just keep an eye on the Facebook page because sometimes we get a few days notice. Sometimes we get... Yeah, we will be at Scarefest though, right before yeah. Halloween. Right before Halloween, uh, we'll be at um, yeah, that's like the week, uh, two weeks before Halloween. Yeah, and Lexington, Kentucky, and um, yeah. we have I think it's four o'clock on Saturday. Uh, travelers, in all honesty, I'm only going to yeah. be there Saturday. Mark will, Mark and Carrie will be there, will be all there the whole yeah. weekend, but um, I'll be up there on Saturday, and we have a uh panel at four o'clock. So come join us, please. Yeah, it'll be fun. Scarefest is amazing. It's got like major, major horror actors and uh, and actresses and all kinds of fun. Uh, and and we'll be there. So and your boyfriend Dennis will be there. So oh, Dennis will be there. Yeah, I need to have. I need to bring him a coffee. Yes, you do. Yeah. I love that. Okay, so yeah. Helen, we look forward to please come up and meet us. We'd love that. But we will keep you updated if there are any other events that we do that are public events versus our private. Yeah, just hanging out events. All right. So next one. Hi, Mark and Erica. Hello. Is there a place where I can get a signed copy of I'm in Love with Mothman? You had sold out at the festival. I love the show. And Mark's Appalachia book is amazing. Getting the audio now. Laura L. Well, thank you, Laura. Thank um, you, Laura. I'm I'm gonna, we will put Paige LaVoy's, um website because you can reach out to her. She has ways to get the signed copies. Yeah. Um, and I know she does different um events too. So I will throw that up in the show notes so you can reach out to her and get her signed copies of her books because you're you're able to do that. And so you can get I'm in love with Mothman and I'm engaged to Mothman. So um both. Yeah, that's what I would do. I'd reach out to uh her directly on that and then um, next time we have any signed books, she'll be at Mothman again with us next year, but I'll, I'll have to see if there's any other events and we'll also see if we can get some signs so we can have them on our site. Our sites, yeah. um, will be up hopefully by the, uh, mid, mid October latest we're working on it. We keep traveling. So our working on it. Yeah, sucks, but... you know, and our poor internet monkeys are, uh, having issues. You know, we, we have to keep them fed and we do our best, but <laughs> Yes, and Mark's Appalachia book is amazing, Laura. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And it is I, it is available on Audible and all the other uh, audio book tracks. So okay, cool. All so right. next one. This says Mark and Erica. Yes. Yes. I, Not a hello. It just says Mark I, and Erica. So Mark hello. Erica. Hello. <laughs> okay. The government releases seem to say everything and nothing. What is your take? Love that you all present the facts and let us make up our own minds. See you on the other side, Daniel Brooks. Well, Daniel, thank you. Thank we, you. That is exactly what we do. We we present the facts and let you make up your own minds. But yes. uh, and yeah, no, the government releases exactly. They say everything and nothing. They've had whistleblowers come out and say this stuff's real. It's on the congressional record. This stuff's real. And people are taking it seriously. But then the minute they're done, everybody's like, oh, no, it was just a bunch of smoke and mirrors. They don't mean any of it. And it's not real. And then, you know, NASA came out with their study and said, yes, we're studying it. That's all they said. And then, you know, and then, uh, you know, the Arrow, our new Project Blue Book, they um, 
they said, yes, we're studying these things. And that's yeah. It. Yeah, it's not nothing, nothing to report yet, which is one of the reasons why we kind of derailed our show on that was because I could talk for I could deep go line by line everything they did and just tell you how what's right and what's bogus. And that's exactly where we're at. They still haven't declassified nearly enough. And I don't think they ever will. It's um, well, so me and Mark have a prediction. First of all, before the year's end, we will do our shows on the congressional things and stuff. It's just, we're going into spooky season now. So we're being spooky, but probably in November, we're going to do our shows on what we thought and what we believe has happened. Hopefully the world come out by then. So yeah. But we have a little prediction because I think me and Mark both believe that they're not saying everything that's happening. And I personally believe this isn't necessarily Mark's belief, but you've maybe heard me say this before that they went to a point where they could have introduced this to the public and it would have been in a much more gradual way. But now there's not a safe way for them to say anything about aliens because it's just you know men in black says that a person is smart people are stupid and i just don't think they have a way but we do believe something is going to happen probably before the end of the year to force some hands on what's happening so that's not because of any insider knowledge that we have it's just that is our belief i think right agreed agreed no i i i honestly think something big is coming and they know it uh something that will not be able to be disproven and so they are doing this now so that they can say in six months ah see we tried to tell you all about this six months ago or a year ago or whatever however long it takes uh but you guys wouldn't listen so that way yeah. they're you're covering their ass you know that's it so yeah so that you'll more to come on that topic my yeah. Uh, yeah. wonderful friend daniel so you'll hear more from us all right, so uh, hi, Erica. Oh, this one's to Erica. So that's Ooh, hello. Hi. Uh, this is from Ryan Williams. Uh, I met you and Mark at Mothman, and I love Carrie's art. Oh, just, Car- Carrie's art's amazing. Yeah. I just got Destiny's Mothman song and picked up Paige's Mothman book. So yeah, you you did the trifecta there. Yes. So, uh, I listened to your Mothman episode on the ride home. I didn't know the museum was open all year. Silly, I know, but I thought it was a pop-up thing. Everyone in town was amazing. The crowd was crazy. I went to Hillbilly Hot Dogs because you all had mentioned it. Now that I'm a traveler, my question is, why don't more towns have festivals like this? Ah. Oh, well, since this is directed at me, Mark. Yes, you have to. I'm going to give this a thing, and then you're going to have to jump in because you know more than me. But here we go. So, Ryan, wonderful. I'm so glad we got to meet you. Um, I would say this, there are more towns that have things like this. There are a huge amount, but the problem is they're not very well publicized. So one of the endeavors that Erie Travels is going to do is give you guys the opening and maps into these places so you know where to go because there's like the, the the um what's it, Frog... Frogman Festival did their first one this year in Loveland. Frogman, there's a ton of Bigfoot. There's the UFO ones all over the place. There's the Flatwoods. Like, there's a bunch of them. Flatwoods started going big this year. Kecksburg Festival, the Van Meter Visitor Festival. And there, what was the other? Hodag has a festival. They were here at the event, which was great. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
There is what is the the one that cries? What is that? The squonk. Yeah, they did Squonkapalooza this year for the first time. So I think people are looking at Mothman and going, oh, our town has that. So let's start that. Uh, but yes, no, Mothman Museum is open all year. The whole town of Point Pleasant is open all year. And they have embraced Mothman because, you know, let's face it, he saved their town, uh, you know, from oblivion. And and so, yes, go there any day and have fun. They're, they're closed like major holidays but they're open almost every other day. And you can always drive out to the TNT area, even on those closed days, because that's open to the public. Uh, but, uh, you know, and that's just it. Some of these places are open all year. The The, the Flatwoods Monster Museum is open all year. The, um, you know, uh, we went to the International Paranormal Museum in Somerset. That's open all year. There are just, you know, look around and that's the point of our show, you know, is yeah. let's let's find more places. And yeah, welcome to being a traveler. Yes, welcome travelers. Greetings, travelers. Okay. Next one is you, my friend. Uh, okay. So uh no, I did the last one. I did higher. You did the, uh, no, I said Erica. Yeah. Okay. Did All you right. read that? No, I read I that. I read that one to you. Oh, okay. Never mind. Then I'll What's go. I think that's confused, but anyway, moving on. Sarah. Okay. About a month ago at 8 30 a.m. I was in bed when footsteps woke me up. I rolled over to see my oldest son. I asked him if everything was all right or if he, ooh, I'm already telling you I don't want to read this one. Okay. <laughs> ah, already got goosebumps, Sarah, so thanks. I asked him if everything was all right or if he needed something since he was at his, since he was at his dad's, if he, if he forgets something, they'll swing by and he'll run and grab whatever. He didn't say anything. He was just standing there staring at me. I propped myself up on my elbow to get a better look and it wasn't my son. Oh, yeah. Okay. Whew. It looked almost exactly like him. There were a couple of things that were off. As soon as I said, you aren't Trent, what are you doing here? Here, it's as though I got sleep paralysis and a weight was on me. I couldn't move. I don't like any of this. Okay. No. I couldn't move. And whatever the thing was started walking towards the foot of my bed. Nope. 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 I was trying to call out, but I couldn't. It was even difficult for me to open my eyes. It's like I got super sleepy all of a sudden and couldn't keep both eyes open. It took everything in me to half-ass lean up and scream, get out, you don't belong here. After a few more seconds of fighting against this, the weight lifted off of me, but I couldn't move around just fine and whatever was there was gone. I could move around just fine and whatever there it had never happened before and it hasn't happened since but my mind keeps going back to that mornings any idea on what that was wow uh first of all completely freaked out sarah so sarah, that's wow say. but um i i just want to first before we get into what we think it is you did the exact correct thing right you okay. have more power than you realize because it is your space so if you are willing to exert that power and say things like get out, you don't belong here, they don't have the same power to stay. So, but it takes your um, confidence in what you're saying to make that happen. So well done with that, Sarah. I, I have a thought on what this is, Mark. What do you think it is? Oh, uh, it's definitely, you know, we, we, we talk about our sleep paralysis demons and, and, and our boy, the hat man and stuff. This seems very related to that and it took a familiar form you know that of your son that you knew wasn't home um but 
as you said, you know, oh, they've come in and help, you know, and grab things before. Uh, so, yeah, this is something that really wanted you to not be afraid of it because it took a familiar form, but then it was acting very menacingly and all that. So um, my my feeling is that it was the fear monger again type thing where it's I, just... I- I agree. I mean, I don't, I don't know that I ascribe to quote unquote a demon, but it, to me, this isn't like a ghost or spirit. This is whatever these other things are that are a little more um, tactile and dangerous, I think. So um, you did the correct thing. Um, I, I would, I would say that if you um, have any lingering feelings and stuff like that you may want to go to um, a metaphysical shop and see if there's a crystal or a sage or another cleansing kind of thing that may be a good idea because to me this isn't uh trying to tell you something like we talked about earlier in the show this is that this was trying to create a little harm and this so you to just want to yeah hopefully it was just passing through but you may just want to it hasn't come back so yeah you said it hasn't come back so that's that's a positive that you may have been enough, you know, just that intention, get out. You don't belong here. Sometimes that's all you got to do. Yeah. So, and then it never happens again, but uh, you know, if you have any further issues, reach out, let us know. We'll be happy to get, you know, a team in the area or anything just to help, you know, yeah. also feel free to talk about it, you know, talk amongst the people that are, won't, you know, won't judge you. And I'm sure you have people. And if you don't have a circle that won't judge you, that's what we're for. So, you know, we're happy to help. Okay um all right so next one so so thank you from that sarah but yes uh, thank good you luck. good luck um so from christy i got my first fairy egg from my chickens i was wondering if anybody has heard any kind of story or folklore behind them okay ah. i had to look up what a fairy egg was did you know what a fairy egg yeah. is yeah there's they're they're little baby chicken eggs you know, but they um, don't have a yolk in them. No, no, they're just little tiny eggs. Usually it's um, considered that, you know, it's like it's the sign that they're ready to lay eggs. It's usually from like a first time chicken giving, you know, laying eggs. But th- one of those weird, strange things where other chickens will see a chicken lay that and will suddenly lay one just like it uh, because they're like trying to encourage that other chicken to lay eggs or something. It's one of those ones we don't understand. We've had chickens for thousands of years and we still don't understand how they work a hundred percent. But for folklore, that is also the, the reason they're called fairy eggs is that means the fairies laid an egg there with your chicken so that they would hatch the fairy babies. Uh, oh. uh, and if you bring it into your house, bad luck will happen to you because you've been in, you invite the fairies in. Uh, I've also heard this oh. is like, you know, a witch did it to your chicken. And if you bring it in, you're inviting the witch into your house. And that's why the other chickens start laying small eggs instead of healthy eggs is because you've, you've now witched, you know, you know, they've hexed the whole, the whole coop. Um, no, none of this sounds good. None of these options sound good. So keep these little teeny eggs out of your house. Yeah. The, uh, the other thing uh, I was told was that uh, they were good luck charms. And uh, and that you should uh, put them in your curio cabinet, let them dry out, and, uh, you know. But the the oh. safe way to avoid the fairy eggs from inviting fairies and witches into your house, you know, not good fae and not good witches, but is to take that fairy egg and throw it over your house, like into your backyard, over the house. You have to get it over the house. So you have to have a good arm to do that. But that's supposed to d- distract them to beyond your house. 
so they don't know your house is there. Oh, apparently they also used to bind them in silver or tin. Yeah. Anything and, to keep the fae from gaining control of your chickens. Yeah, no, that's that's interesting. So yeah, that there's our, our little mini fairy egg. Let's let's yeah. put it there. So thank you, Fun. Christy. Fun. Thanks, okay. Christy. I hadn't heard about them in a while, but uh yeah. Okay. So this is from another Christy, separate Christy, new separate Christy. Different spelling. Different yes. spelling. Okay. And so here we go. Um, and this, I think this may be our last one for today. No, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Cause I, I think we got like a few more that we can do next time. So we're going to have to, yeah. Cause we're going to, okay. So last one, Christy, woo, I think we'll see how creeped out I get. I might need one more cleanser, palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah. So I live in the mountains of central Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. So Pennsylvania, Kentucky border. Okay. So I live in the mountains of central Pennsylvania. Hopefully I said that right. Yeah. And I just took my dog out for a, a late night pee. I was taking note of the damp chill in the air and how utterly still and quiet everything was when I suddenly felt super creeped out. Yep. Oh, Chrissy, you and me both. I'll tell you, a huge indicator to me that something is not right is when you don't hear bugs or animals or anything because... I, you know, up here in the mountains, I know Mark can concur. I walk out my door and it's like a symphony of night yeah. creatures, Data, right? And crickets and, yeah, and the birds and everything. But then suddenly, and at night, the birds quiet down, but you still get the bugs and they get louder. But then there are moments when they all just stop. Yeah. And I'll they, tell you, uh, we've had bears on, I have bears on my mountain, black bears, and we've seen them up close and personal on our property. And so I can usually, when that happens, I'm like, get the dogs back in the house. Like, cause the, the insects and stuff will go really quiet when, um, you, when the bears are around, like yeah. when the bears are anyway. Okay. So that, yes, you should get creeped out. Okay. Now this isn't unusual because I live a couple acres right in the edge of very old woods. Most nights I will happily walk across my backfield without a thought, but then there are some nights when something tells me to get back inside quickly and not to look too deeply into the shadows while I'm out there. We do have bears and coyotes here. I understand that. And yeah. some folks will insist there are still mountain lions lurking around. So my logical brain tells me there's some sort of primal instinct sensing an animal nearby that would probably enjoy snacking on me because I am slow and a bit chunky. <laughs> <laughs> girl high five i feel you on that yeah, okay love that love that yeah <laughs> me and me and mark are both a bit chonky so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't freak me out though i just finish what i'm doing get back inside as much as i enjoy these stories about appalachian cryptids and ghosts i just see them as that stories folklore so anyway i was waiting for my dog to hurry up and pee and i could feel the chill sinking in and that's when i heard a single short whistle coming from about 30 40 feet away no sign of humans around, maybe a bird at 3 a.m. So what do I do? Oh, gosh. I whistled back. <gasps> yeah. And she put a little face plant emoji because yes. that's about what me and Mark just both thought when you said you did that. Okay. <laughs> so that's. <laughs> oh, my God. You are my spirit animal. Okay. I think that's when my lizard brain finally kicked in and the dog and I ran for the door. On a scale of one to ten, how fucked am I? Those stories took the whole new dimension tonight. Those stories took okay, so um well um 
A you, nine. You, no, no. No, uh, uh, yeah. Well, was, you, you were able to write us. You, you, you were not taken by the Fae. You were not, the hide behind didn't get you. I don't um, know that that's what I think this is. Um, in the dark. Yeah, you know. but they're, they're, you know, the Bigfoot, Billy Jumps, whatever, they're known to whistle. Like, that is they, one They thing. can do that, according to some, yeah. So, so uh, here is my thought. I think you acknowledged it. And so. that isn't necessarily a good thing in a lot of these situations. Not trying no. to freak you out, but it isn't. So, I would recommend, um, if you can, this is my recommendation, uh, doing some kind of barrier, like right. the the um, railroad spikes, the iron railroad spikes, or railroad usually... spikes. You can usually get them for a couple bucks a piece at a local antique store. Yeah, and so. just put them at the four corners of your property. That's yeah. that's what it I doesn't would even do. be at your property. It can just even be just around your house. You know, yeah, just... uh, wherever you want the safe threshold. Because, yeah, yeah, wherever you want the threshold to be. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the intent. Yeah, that's you know what uh, what the the Wicca. Is it your intent? Yeah, you know, you're making a circle, basically. Yeah, uh, and that's that's I would I would do that because you acknowledged it. Yeah, yeah. Before this, like I said, it was just stories, it was folklore, but now you've had an experience, and now you know you've opened that door. So you know, uh, welcome to the club, welcome traveler, <laughs> welcome uh, traveler. <laughs> but again, nothing threatening, nothing dangerous. So. How effed are you? Not not bad. Not bad. Uh, because honestly, you're here. You're talking. You're writing. Hopefully you can write me back after this and still say that you're still kicking uh, and weren't replaced by a changeling or a doppelganger. But um, yeah, that's that's where we're at. So, um, yeah. wow. <laughs> I loved, loved your letter. As as entertaining as hell. It so, was very uh, entertaining. It just... Yeah. Uh, I would just recommend, here's the thing, what, where, wherever your belief system falls um, on these things is, it's just, I'm a firm believer that it's very unwise to poke the bear necessarily. And that doesn't mean you have to go out of your way, because if you still don't believe in stuff, but I feel like you, you um, started to believe in something now you've started to put that as a reality and that i think does make a difference and it's kind of why like for instance when we take carrie places she's she's like ghost repellent right and it's not that she doesn't believe she just never experienced stuff and things like that like she just doesn't have that where when me and mark walk in the door because we um have our beliefs and stuff like that we're a bit of a magnet you know the yeah. other way like we attracted versus repelling it because whatever is there is like oh hey hey you're paying attention so just i would if you want to be comfortable and just for your own thing just go get some, four railroad spikes put them wherever you want to as your our lines property lines in the ground and just put your intention behind it and i think that will ward off even the thoughts of what could be out there that's my advice yeah. mark is there anything i'm missing no, no, I think that's, you know, it's a good way to do it. And honestly, these are folktales. These are, you know, legends. They are there for a reason. They are to protect us. They are to keep us safe. Don't go wandering in the woods at night because, you know, something bad happened there. Don't go into that old spooky built house because somebody got murdered there. Somebody got murdered there. There's a reason we don't go there. Yeah, you know, uh, it's, uh, yeah, there's, these are, that's what these things are. And so whistling in the dark, 
you know, is just, you know, whistling back at something, you know, you're whistling back at something. So it could be nothing. It could be everything. So with that gang, I, I don't think we can say anymore, right? No, all I was going to say is trust your gut. A lot of people yeah. don't trust their gut. And it's from somebody who, you know, uh, does a lot of horror writing and things like that and reading and all kinds of stuff. The, the worst thing I see people do is when they go, well, I felt like this, but I thought I was being silly. No, trust your gut. Whatever your gut is telling you is what you need to do. That's my last piece of advice. I love these questions, Mark. I love them. Yes, yes, that was very good. So, um, man, it's uh, it's it, it was great. We love these. This is what we we live for, gang. So please send us more. Uh, we've got a few left over. We'll save for next time. And um, oh my goodness, gang, this is this is this is it's spooky season. Spooky We're happy. Season. And we got a couple spooky ones in the middle of all that. So, uh, but we're we're back from our travels. We've got more coming, and we've got uh, more listener tales and more listener questions coming. So, just keep them flowing in. And gang, if you have any, just reach out to us through the Erie Travels website, or you can just email me direct at mark at erietravels.com. That's what some of you do, and um, or you can just reach out to us on the socials, you know, Facebook and Instagram and all that other fun stuff, and YouTube. We 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 look at the YouTube comments too. So. Yeah. Um, thank you, gang, so much for subscribing. And we will, um, man, what, what do you do? You think anything else, Erica? I think. Uh, no, just... I just love that you guys are a part of this with us. It makes a, it's wonderful to us that you're a part of this entire adventure. So thank you yeah. for everything. Yeah. Uh, so I will just say with that, don't listen. You know, when you hear a child crying in the woods, it's probably not a child. When you hear that whistle in the woods, you know, maybe not whistle back unless you know who it is. And, uh, you know, and then as always, we'll see you on the other side.